I want you to know that you do not have to stick to a plan. Today, I'm sharing the difference between planning and having a plan. We're also going to talk about the dangers that arise when you think you have to stick to a plan. And I'm going to give you some quick, simple questions to ask when your plans have to change. Let's rock. Hey, I'm Amanda Jane, and this is where we help ambitious women make progress and use their time for what really matters. Together, we're busting productivity myths and shifting the dialogue to use productivity as a means to a purposeful and meaningful life. Welcome to More Ways. Let's rock. Hey, welcome to another episode of More Ways. I'm so happy you've joined me. Today I want to dive into a sticky topic. So many women that I connect with seem to have an unspoken rule that they have to stick to a plan. And I have to wonder, where does the story come from? You do not need to stick to a plan. In fact, When I see women create a plan, and if they're carrying around this idea about having to stick to it, there are two different things that tend to happen. One is that they have this intense pressure that arises because they have to stick to it. The second is that they refuse to create a plan at all because they don't want to have to stick to a plan. Either way, this idea that once they create a plan, they have to stick to it, limits them and what they do. Who says that the rule is that you have to stick to a plan? If anything, I find that those who are clinging to their plans with these vice-like grips are those that tend to suffer the most because they aren't able to adapt. And the fact is that things are always changing. I mean, if you haven't learned that in the last 18 months, I don't know what it's going to take for you to embody that lesson. Things are always changing. And because things are always changing, how you respond also needs to change. Your plans need to adapt. And plans change through planning. Planning is an action. And that makes it dynamic and contrast that to a plan that is static. A plan doesn't change by itself. A plan can't change unless or until you do new planning. So I think one of the questions I'm going to get, especially from my structure resistors, is, well, if I'm going to have to change my plan anyways, then why even create them? And this question comes from a place of thinking and valuing the plan itself. And a plan is helpful. Plans remind you of the results you want and the course of action and the resources, maybe the timeframes that you have connected to that plan. But the real value comes from planning. Plans get created through the action of planning. The planning itself, the act of brainstorming options, making decisions, choosing a course of actions, weighing your pros and cons, and thinking critically and creatively, 
The plan is the result of your thinking and projecting into the future, given what you know. The planning is where the value is. The value in creating a plan is all of the thoughts and processes that have gone into creating the plan. Developing a plan causes you to take your ideas and make them concrete. It causes you to answer questions and make decisions. The value of the plan isn't making the right decision, it's making a decision at all. And here's why you don't have to stick to a plan, because you can make a new decision. One of my clients is hosting her first real webinar in a couple weeks, and her plan was to run the webinar in November. Well, that's not how this is turning out. As she worked through the steps of creating the webinar, her plans had to change. She was feeling bad for not sticking to the original plan. And I asked her what sticking to the original plan would have accomplished. And she said that sticking to the plan would have meant running the webinar without the necessary elements in place. She also admits that she would have tortured herself with a lack of sleep and an incredible amount of stress and pressure just to stick to the plan. Then we discussed what happened when the plan wasn't the priority, the result was. The result that she was wanting was running a successful and profitable webinar without burning herself out. The right timing emerged when she remained committed to taking the actions towards that end and keeping her eye on the result she wanted to create and adapting her plan. Rigidly holding on to a plan is a surefire sign that there is some emotional attachment to the way things should be. The idea of the future that was planned for is not in alignment with the reality. Let me say that again. The idea of the future that was planned for is not in alignment with reality. And the work of processing this difference needs to take place so that you can adapt to what actually is. I had a plan to release a new podcast episode every week. And after my first two episodes, the tech shut down on me. I was not able to record and publish an episode last week. And boy, did that have some emotional attachment to it. I resisted that. There was some feelings I had about that because the reality of what was happening was not in alignment to the idea I had about what should be happening. I should be able to record an episode and release it each week. The reality was that tech confounded me. I was not able to do that. In the end, I had to amend my plan. This week, you may have noticed, I am releasing two episodes. That is how I had to roll with the reality of what is. I had to amend and adapt my plan to even this podcast. And to be honest, I've probably had more plans that I've needed to adapt than not. Sometimes things have worked out better than I've planned and I've needed to adjust, while other kinks have created massive disappointment. You know, we, we plan in small and big ways. When I think about planning, it can be everything from the plan I have for my life down to what I plan for dinner tonight. Not every plan has action steps that are tied to it. Not every plan is outlined on paper. 
but you will know that you had a plan, even one that you maybe haven't articulated or identified or shared, when something changes and you're not able to adapt because you're sticking to this idea of a plan. What I witness is that trying to stick to a plan ends up creating uncomfortable emotions and the shoulds that then cause women to stop moving forward. It's almost like if it isn't going the way it was supposed to go, then I'm just going to stop here for a while. Rather than reaching a turning point or an evolution point, simply recalibrating and continuing to navigate, they treat it as if it's a stop sign. Attempting to stick to a plan when things have changed creates friction, and that will slow or stop your momentum. But of course, planning isn't everything. You have to do what you've outlined in your plan. You have to start taking the steps that you've outlined, because it's not until you start doing things that things start to unfold. And then you'll find out. Things won't go as planned or they'll take longer than you expected or there'll be an interruption or a distraction. And that doesn't mean the plan was wrong. And it doesn't mean you have to throw it out and start over. Just as importantly, it doesn't mean that the plan was right and you have to stick to it. It means that the plan was created with what you knew at the time of planning. And now you have new information. You have more data that you can use for the next step or phase of your plan. If you don't have to stick to the plan, then what do you do? It gives you the choice. There's flexibility that you have to continue with the plan you originally created, adapt it, or abandon it. And you have those choices at every step and stage, no matter whether things are going on track or things have shifted. You might be wondering, how do you make a decision about whether or not to stick to your plan, adapt it, or abandon it? So I have four simple questions that you can use when something changes. The first one is to look at what was expected. What was the original plan that you had created. The second is looking at what's real. What has really happened? And being able to contrast that with what was expected. The third question is to ask, what if anything needs to be adjusted? Is there new information that has been gleaned since the plan was created that now needs to be included? And the last one is simply, what's next? Where to from here? These four questions can help you be intentional about what you want to do about your plan from here, given what you know now. Today, I would love for you to leave with permission to not have to stick to your plan when it no longer serves you or when things have changed. Whether or not you want to stick to a plan becomes an active choice. And then you can re-engage in dynamic planning to fill the void when this static plan has become outdated. To learn more about how not to stick to a plan, I invite you to check out the show notes for this episode at amandajane.ca forward slash podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you like today's episode, I invite you to head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review. This lets Apple know that great listeners like you enjoy the show and it helps get the message out to more listeners. 
So your review really does make a difference. Thanks again for joining me, Amanda Jane, in this episode of More Ways. Until next time, rock on.